Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation on the principle of commitment to God and how that pertains to rules, morality, and how we view right and wrong. We hope you enjoy. It might be good for each of us to think about the rules that that are at play in our lives. You know, um, us working at the refuge and us talking to the refuge guys, like for them even to think about what, what do you believe is good? What do you believe is wrong? Um, what do you believe about commitment to God? And cause here, here, here's what's real. I think that if you are believing it just because someone told you to, then when you're faced with choices you have to make in your real life, I, that's probably not going to carry you through. And so we need, we all need to wrestle through like, what, what is it that I believe is true and good? And, and how does that impact the way I'm going to live today? Because yeah. if I'm following a rule, just because it's a rule, then the likelihood of me breaking that rule is pretty high. But if, if I'm following it because I think it's good and I actually think it's going to benefit me in my relationships, then the likelihood of me following it's probably pretty high. Um, yeah. I think about like you use the example of, of food and I think there's so many examples we could think of um, a lot of times what's at play with, with young men, you know, as we're, as that's a lot of the guys that we're walking with at the refuge is like, how does this play out in um, romantic relationships? And when it comes to like sex and stuff like that um, Mm. to get, to get really real like that, you know, there's, there's obviously we live in a culture where the, the threshold for whether or not to have sex with someone is, is pretty low. I mean, if you're attracted to somebody and they're attracted to you and there's, and there's, consent or perceived consent like uh, most people now believe that that's licensed to just to have sex and sex is just a physical act but but if we believe that it's more than that um that it's that it's deeply relational and that it's it's ultimately um something that's made for marriage like well well if, if that's what god says like what's the big deal like why and and I think about the fact that that you know when we're giving ourselves to to people whether it's in sex or whether it's in anything I mean there's there's a level of there's a level of commitment there's a level of of desire there's a level of you know, where, where does our allegiance lie? And I think that sometimes it's easy for us to, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. (laughs) You're good. No, it's, it's kind of saying like, why? So if we're talking about like a Christian sex ethic and we like, especially, man, that is one of those areas where a lot of people is like, man, Christians are so stinking lame when it comes to sex. Or, and a lot of it's like, we don't want to talk about it, but I, I think as Christians, we should talk about it a lot because it is so important and we shouldn't be afraid of it. Um, I think there are limits to what sex does for us 
on purpose because it is so important because it requires such vulnerability and it's not just like it, it is um some people look at it as like oh it's just a, it's a physical act like you know i went on a walk today and that's kind of how we've dumbed down this really 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 important thing where we're with the most vulnerable and intimate with another person and it's because it's so important that's why there's limits to it so if we have limitless sex that's not good because we are it, it it's not like that doesn't help anything if we're like water is something we need to survive, but if we're surrounded by water, we drown. Like it, it is, there's reasons why there's limits to these great, awesome things because sex is important and it's awesome. It's the best thing in the world. You can't change my mind. So that's why it's because it is so great. There's limits to it. If you think about the most important things that drive people the most, sex, money, and power, there have to be limits to it. Because if you have too much power, man, people go crazy. It messes with you. If you have too much money, I think we can all agree people with a lot of money act weird sometimes. And there needs to be like, if they're not self-regulated, then that's why there should be rules around it. And if the same thing is with sex, if there isn't healthy boundaries on that, people are going to get hurt. And that's that's why there's limits because we want to do this well. Sex, Sex, money, and power are all great things. They're not evil. It's how we use them. And that's why there's limits and boundaries to it so we can best thrive. Yeah. And I think that like we, we call this relational recovery. I mean, when we think about sex, money, and power, how, how is how we're living in light of those showing up relationally? So to go back to sex, it's like, we're not trying to just, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to put this weight on us or others and get into a judgy conversation here. I'm more just saying, like you said, I think that if God designed it, if God designed us to be relational and then if sex is to be relational, like if, if the, if the most enjoyment we could get out of it possibly is, is by being, by it being hyper relational, then having casual sex is kind of the antithesis to that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, it's made to, to further and deepen relationship. And I yeah. think that especially for, again, I don't want to get all gender specific here, but I talk to mainly guys. So, so I, I'm going to speak mainly to guys in this moment um, that I think for, for men sometimes that sex can be become just very much um, like, like we can, it's so easy for, for us to objectify women when it comes to sex that, that we see that we see it as, as a way for our, our own pleasure rather than as a way to deepen uh, relational connection with, with that, with another person. And yeah, I think that's why God designed, designed it in the way he did, because ultimately it's to lead to a flourishing of relationship, not, not just, not just more of a um, narcissistic you know, I am getting what I want and all I care about is myself kind of thing. And I know that's a, that's a massive like extreme, but it's obviously easier to get to make my point by using the extreme. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back on Monday to finish up this conversation. We'll see you then.